Socialites, and welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast, the podcast where we study being social by being social. You want to be social? Let's be social, okay? I am so sorry. I've been feeling some type of way lately. Feeling some type of way. I'm feeling some type of way. And I have a little list for you. Here we go. This is top five things that are not allowed in school next year. Top five things that are not allowed in school next year. Here we go. Number one, tiny backpacks. I've said it once. I've said it before. I'm starting a teacher's organization. It's called TATBA, Teachers Against Tiny Backpacks. We will not stand for it. If you are a parent and you have purchased your child a tiny backpack for next year, throw it in the dumpster, start the dumpster on fire. Okay, you have my permission. Gave her permission. Throw it out. Now, if you can't fit a standard size folder in the backpack, it's not a backpack. It's a purse with straps, okay? I'm sitting there at the end of the day trying to shove in this folder a circle lunchbox for whatever reason and 17 other things all while dumping out wood chips from the bottom because your kid is uh, a tiny squirrel all right so tiny backpacks out the door number two scented anything that's right scented anything think about it why do you need scented anything for a child especially scented hand sanitizer Mm, nope don't need it why they're gonna overuse it they're going to over they might even drink it because you can never count on a child to do what they're supposed to with things. Let's talk about this. Why am I seeing in the back to school section scented glue sticks? Did anyone see a problem with that while you were making? Did you not have a community outreach to ask if anyone saw if this was going to be an issue? Dear Elmers, let me tell you what. My students eat Glue-scented glue. You think they're going to stop at blueberry-scented? Not to mention, do you know how many lips I'm going to have to delicately pry open because they've been glued together because a group of girls decided it was a good idea to play a game of chapstick with the cupcake-flavored glue stick that I just saw in the store? That does not need to happen. It never needed to happen. I don't know who thought it did. Not to mention, should we really be incentivizing sniffing glue? Should we? Should we? We probably shouldn't. It went one step further when I saw scented scissors. Oh, yeah, you heard me correctly. No need to rewind. I said scented scissors. Scented scissors? I am not in the mood for this year to happen with scented scissors. Do you know why? What's going to happen with scented scissors? An elementary school botched rhinoplasty. That's what's going to happen. There will be noses cut off. It will be on the news. There will be a recall on scented scissors. Mark my words. Whoever invented scented scissors needs to be arrested. And I stand by that statement. I'm sorry. Number three, stuffed animal pencil pouches. Let that sink in. Oh, yeah. Saw a fuzzy pencil pouch that looked like a unicorn. Girl, if I didn't see the zipper coming down the back, I wouldn't have known that it had a purpose, okay? Here is the rule in my classroom. If it looks like a toy and you have to try and convince me it's a tool, it's a toy, right? Leave it at home. Distraction city, distraction city. Don't need to deal with that. 
And I had some parents come at me online. They're like, you're taking all the joy out of school. You do not realize how many fires teachers have to put out in a matter of mere minutes. I don't have the time, patience, or energy to argue with your child as they're throwing a temper tantrum because they're not allowed to have their stuffed animal unicorn pencil pouch. Plus, it's too big. It's not going to fit in the tiny backpack. Oops, I don't make the rules. Get rid of it. While we're on the topic, though, desk pets. Do you see teachers doing desk pets now? They have like a little, a little tiny little animal eraser with like a snow globe top that students can keep on their desk as their desk pet because it's watching you and it likes when you work hard. It's a toy. Yeah, it's a toy. Get rid of it. It is a distraction. There is no, no, we're not doing desk pets. Okay. Especially after the year I had it. You guys know I couldn't even keep a fish alive. And if you go back far enough into the podcast, you'll hear about the time that a hawk ate our class pet rabbit in front of the whole class. We do not need desk pets. They are a toy, not a tool. Goodbye. Number four, pop fidgets. Pop fidgets. They come in all shapes, sizes, designs. Some are glittered, some are not. What's the material? I, it, like silicone board with a bunch of circles that you can pop back and forth. I'm going to maybe get some heat for this. Pop fidgets are toys and they're banned from the classroom. That's a reading from the Book of D. Number five, pencils that have the a design on it, but the design is actually just a plastic covering. You know the kind. You usually win them when you're at an arcade. It's probably one of the lowest prizes you can win, but when you're a kid, you're very excited to have those. But when you're a teacher, they're the bane of your existence because they jam the pencil sharpener every time. Have you ever tried to sharpen one of those things? They just fray at the edges. We don't need none of that in our life. They're also very popular as a gift from the dentist. Don't bring it. Save it at home. Actually, better yet, give it back to the dentist, okay? So when they have to sharpen it, they can know what's happening to that poor, poor pencil sharpener. The pencil sharpener is going to come to the dentist, girl. That's what's going to happen. Ooh, I'm hot today. That's enough of that. That is enough of that. I want to hear from you. I want to know what are the things that are not coming to your school this year. Let me know. Write me an email, Mr. D times three info at gmail.com. I want to know what's not invited. I have an amazing guest for you guys today. A while back on the podcast, I thought that I invented the classroom on wheels. Boy, was I wrong. Miss Jerry from LA. You guys are going to love her. She is the classroom to go. That is her Instagram handle. This is the cutest thing that I've seen in my life. And it is, uh, it's the way of the world. It's what happened during the pandy, and it's probably going to continue for her. Super innovative, super creative. I cannot wait for you guys to hear from her. But before we do, though, don't forget, I'm on the road all summer long. The school's out for summer tour. This week, I'm going to be in Tampa and Orlando with a quick stop over in Des Moines, Kansas City, and Omaha. Then you know I'm going to be in Denver. You know I'm going to be in Arizona. We got all of California. We got more Pacific Northwest shows. And I'm doing basically all of Texas. Yeehaw! 
tons more cities and constantly adding more. Get yours at mrdtimes3.com. I cannot wait to see you there. But keep in mind, if you're a Patreon member, you get a free VIP upgrade at any of the live shows. Plus, you'll also get all the bonus content that we have. Bonus episodes of the Social Studies Podcast, bonus episodes of Let's Watch TV, lots of prizes going away over there, and I'm having a back-to-school Zoom. It's like a game show slash comedy show that I'm going to do over Zoom for Patreon members only. That's right. Huge prizes, lots of interactive games. And a lot of comedic fun from teacher comedians that you may or may not know and love. Become a Patreon fan at patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Five bucks. Five bucks, five bucks. And you get all of that. We'll see you over there at Patreon. Listen, guys, the sun's out. The bum's out. And hopefully... Pubes are not. Just listen to me, okay? It's flip-flop season. It's upon us. You know you got those post-pandemic toenails. They might be looking a little raggedy. Don't worry. Our friends at Manscaped have you covered. They just launched their fourth-generation performance package and their Shears 2.0 Nail Grooming Kit... You can join the Manscaped movement by going over to Manscaped for 20% off plus free shipping when you use the code social studies. Listen, you guys, I'm not going to lie. My life changed when I started using Manscaped. Even if you don't want it for you, consider it as a gift for the special man in your life, okay? It's going to keep everything nice and trim, nice and good, and you're never going to cut yourself. I don't know what it is. They have some like hoobity hobbity wizard technology that they've extracted from Hogwarts where the blades do not cut you. And that's a very delicate area. I mean, you could be using it on yourself. There's a lot of, you know, external flips and flaps going on over there with the uh, females. Ah, that's what it is. It's the fourth generation advanced skin safe technology that they use, which reduces grooming incidents. And you don't even have to worry about any of those ingrown hairs or snags or any of that because the Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor and an on off switch for travel. So when you put that thing in your bag, it's not going to go off and then be dead when you turn it on. It's also got my favorite part a little light on it. Oh, no, it's not a flashlight. That's just so you can see inside your boohoo while you're cleaning it up. You know what I'm saying? And don't forget, their Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit, which is featuring tempered stainless steel and also includes slashed tipped tweezers, rounded pointed scissors, fingernail clippers, a medium grit nail file. And this is what I'm saying. I need that when I'm on the road because... When I'm traveling on tour, you know, (laughs) these feet can get a little haggard, right? So I'm always going to be taking my Shears 2.0 luxury four-piece nail kit on the road with me. You guys can get 20% off plus free shipping when you use the code socialstudies at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping when you use the code socialstudies at manscaped.com. You guys are going to love it, tame it, and maintain it with Manscaped. Enough about me. Enough about that. Let's get into the interview. Welcome to the Social Studies Podcast, Miss Jerry. Super excited for the Social Studies Podcast today. I really like this new thing that I'm doing called Find Guests that 
might not be super famous, might not have like a giganterous presence, but I know that the fans are going to eat up and you guys are going to eat up this guest right here. I have Miss Jerry from the classroom to go. Jerry, hi. Hello. How are you? Listen, so excited. <laughs> I got to tell you how I found you first. So okay. on an episode of the podcast, like months ago, probably like six months ago, I was just on a rant talking about quarantine. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy a big bus or a Hummer and I'm going to drive around and I'm going to teach your kids in your driveway. And I was like, I got this. And I was like, I'm going to put a copyright on it. It's my idea. Don't steal it. And then all the fans, my email the next morning was flooded. They're like, this idea is already happening. It's super cool. Her name is Miss Cherry. And then I went to your page and I was like, this is mind blowing. Oh, okay. So, okay. Thank you. So you run a classroom out of a refurbished school bus. Yes. Yes, I I drive to different areas in my like little town. I um I drive to up to the homes. I pull up. I do the beep beep beep, and then the doors open, and the kids walk on in, and I do class with them. And then as soon as they're done, the beep 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 goes, and then they walk in into the back into their parents' cars or their home. Okay, this is, un- just back this train up. How did this okay. start? Like, where did this come from? Like, how did you do it? Okay, so I was teaching at a brick and mortar uh, preschool and then everything shut down because of, you know, the pandemic and all of that. And then parents were like, we we need something for our kids. We, we can't anymore. Uh, can you come over to our house for even just an hour, just entertain them for an hour, um, do some tutoring, but really it was more entertainment. Like I just need breathe room. And then I was like, yeah, I could totally do that. And so I was doing that with quite a few families. And then those families started having, um, friends who were like, can my friend, can I join that? Like, tutoring program too. I was like, yeah, but my car is turning into a storage unit. And I was just like, okay, the only way I can go about this is to get a bigger car. But then I would just be doing another storage unit situation. So then I was like, you know what? I see all these moms continuing to look glamorous while I'm looking a hot mess. How are they doing this? And I'm noticing that these um, mobile like hair salons, estheticians were going to their house. I was like, hold the phone. If they can look gorgeous, I can do that as well, but teach the kids. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go on Facebook Marketplace and you I'm stop going it right now. To- you got that bus on Facebook Marketplace? Yes. Oh, yes, I got my- it on <laughs> I it's like Facebook marketplace is like my little it's my addiction it's my addiction my mom just had a garage sale Uh and my cousins were like okay all this stuff that doesn't sell put on Facebook marketplace and my mom had like never even heard of it and now she is equally addicted to Facebook marketplace she calls me she's like I sold you this I sold you that like mom yes it's it's wonderful so I found this this bus on Facebook marketplace. What is it? What is it officially? Cause it's, it's like a car, it's a car and a bus. Yes. Okay. So 
it was a dialysis bus. So the outside was it. You could see that there was like a dialysis sign and they kind of just peel the stickers off. And then, um, and then the person I bought it from was trying to turn it into a mobile like, um, boutique where they would sell, um, screen printing. Oh, yeah. So I was like, okay, you know what? I can, I can kind of see it. The seats were already torn out. And I was like, you know what? I just need a room. I just need a room to put these things in. And, um, and then I got my supplies from my class that were mine. And I just threw them in there and that became my classroom to go. So, okay. Then I want to get into part two in just a second, but you were, I read on your, and I totally, when I read this post that you did, I was like snapping and cheering because I just like hit with it so hard. I agree with you that if you're in a toxic environment, teaching is one of the Mm -hmm. most, it's the hardest professions in the world. And if you feel Mm -hmm. like to be a better teacher, you need to leave for a little bit, do it. And there's this toxic message of like, do it till you die, never leave, never get out. But you stepped back for a little bit and then came Mm -hmm. back. So what were you teaching before before you left and before the bus? Okay, so I was teaching at my gym children's fitness center. It was like a gymboree. And so that's where a lot of my animation comes from. It's like lots of puppets and all that kind of stuff. So I was actually there throughout school. I was there throughout school. It was a lot of fun. And then I taught at a preschool, moved to a different preschool. And I was like, you know what? I don't know if teaching is for me. Like, I I think it was like the environment Maybe it was even the philosophy that I just didn't vibe with. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a step back. And I became a receptionist at a barbershop. Oh, cool. Yes. So I was a receptionist at a barbershop. And then I was like, nope, I need to go back to teaching. So I went back to preschool. And then once I went from preschool, pandemic happened. And then I bought a bus. That's what happened. I did the same thing too. I had a terrible year. It was just incredibly toxic year. And I took a year and a half off and I came back a better teacher than I've ever been in my Mm -hmm. entire career. Yes. So -hmm. you bought the bus. And first of all, if you guys press pause on the podcast right now and go (laughs) follow Jerry, it's at all, all one word, the classroom to go. Okay. Go follow her. Look at the bus. It's the most incredible thing you've ever seen in your life. Because (laughs) now you won a classroom makeover of sorts from the superhero teacher who does this all over the country, right? I did. I did. Okay, cool. Um, So when I got the bus, it was just white. It had like peeled off dialysis stickers on it. And the inside was a little rough. And thank goodness for the parents who signed up. They just knew my vision and they had faith in my vision. Because if you're looking at it from the outside, what I like to do with the kids is when we sing our weather song, I let the kids stick their hands out the windows. So I was like, oh, what, what, what do you feel? Is it hot? Is it cold? You know, this this and this. (laughs) And so we do all that. But then you just see these hands sticking out of this white, unmarked bus (laughs) so like everyone who was probably walking by this woman stole a bunch of kids 
<laughs> what is happening? Is this a call for help? You know, like there would be people who just like go look through the windows and peer. I was like, it's okay. I'm a teacher. And it's just like, are you really a teacher? Because these kids seem to be telling me otherwise, <laughs> you know? So there was a lot of that going on. So I'm very thankful that Brittany and her team, superhero teacher, made my bust into what I, I ideally wanted it to look like. Okay. First of all, did you cry when you saw it for the first time? Oh my gosh, I bawled. I think the Kim crying face has, you can't even compare that to my, what mine looked like. I think my whole being fell to the ground. It is it is next level. So when you guys were collaborating, did you kind of like give her a little bit of a direction or did you have no idea and you came and it looked like that? Because it is gorgeous from the outside <laughs> to the inside. Every inch of this bus is made to be productive for children. It's nuts. Mm -hmm. Basically, what I said, I love surprises. I'm also um, not very good with words. Hmm. So she was like, what do you see for the bus? I was like, just imagine a family road trip in the 70s through California. Yep. Yep. And that's what I gave her. I didn't give her any like, oh, I like art deco or I like modern. I don't uh, or boho. None of that. It was I want a road trip through California in the seventies. And that's, that's what she gave she me. She hit the I nail just, on the head. Oh, absolutely. Do you know what else yeah. too, I thought was incredible is the color scheme of the bus matches what you already do on Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, oh, it's perfect. It's so perfect. What's your favorite part? Uh, what's your favorite part of the bus? Favorite part? Honestly, I, I like the outside. I just love the outside people like drive by like big rigs will drive by and they'll just like drive and like wave. Like you can't help but be happy when you look at it, you know, like the outside is just gorgeous. It just makes everyone smile as I'm rolling down the street. At the same time though, I feel super badass that I'm driving this big bus being four eight. So it's the coolest thing. I love yeah. how, What was the kids reaction when you first rolled up with a new bus? Oh, oh my gosh. I, there is a clip. I, I did a mini reveal with the, my students and they're in awe. Their eyes. Oh my gosh. I'm about to cry. Their eyes just open so wide. And you can tell that they were like, this feels like home. And we were in the middle of this whole shutdown and all of that. And and it gave them that special place that I feel like every child deserves. I love that. Know? Now, when you start the day, like you roll up, how long are the sessions with the kids? They're two hours. Oh, nice. And then how many kids do you have at one time? The most I have is five. Oh, nice. Yes. The ratios are beautiful. I do have to, I, uh, during the school year, I had 12 students, mm -hmm. but there was like, five on Mondays and Wednesdays, four on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and three Tuesday, Thursday afternoon. So yes, I had like 12 students, but they were all scattered here and there. Are they all pre-K? Most of them were pre-K. Yep. I have what two that are continuing with me this year. Going into kindergarten. Mm -hmm. It's the best yeah. grade. I might be a little I, You know jealous. what? I love it. It's, you know, I, 
everyone always asks, like, why don't you teach older ones? I was like, you know what? I like being, and I think you will agree. I like being that first person that the children learn to trust outside of their home. I love that responsibility. I like getting them when they're like, not scared, but they're like a little apprehensive. I'm supposed to be in this space for X amount of hours with a person I don't know. And I'm supposed to trust them. And I earned that trust and I gained that trust. And I set the tone like kindergarten, pre-K, we, we set the tone for the rest of their academic you know, journey. And I love that. I love that responsibility. I, I say the same thing too. I taught fifth grade mm-hmm. for a while too. And my motivation for doing that is I really wanted to be the, the best last chance before they mm-hmm. go into middle school. And then I started right. realizing I am very much a kindergarten person and a lower L person. I always knew that about me. And when I asked myself, mm-hmm. why do I want to do it? It's because I wanted to experience what it's like to be the best first chance at success mm-hmm. for all your elementary career. So I'm, right. I vibe with you so hard on that because it's so yes. important to make sure that kids just like you said, feel safe and love school as soon as possible. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's an amazing feeling where you help them get those words that they're trying to like articulate, you know, like there's pre-K kindergarten. It's just like teaching them space boundaries. And it's no, like these are skills that you're going to use forever. And I take that responsibility to heart. I love and, that. Um, I love it. Can, I, I'm so curious. I've been curious since I started following you. What is like a brief synopsis of what it, what goes on from the time the class comes on to the time they leave? What do you What does it look like in those two hours? It's very similar to like a traditional classroom setting. I put little centers out for them to do mostly what I had planned as far as curriculum. I do circle time. We sit on these like flower pillows that Brit gave us during the makeover. But it's really sweet because like they get to pick their flower pillow. And I was like, okay, you need to plant your flower. Flowers don't walk around, you know. Oh, they don't yes. You are a kindergarten pre-K teacher, Miss Thing. Yes. So I was like, "You oh, plant your flower because I can't say other things. So right. I say plant your flower in the garden. And so they're like, okay, you know. And then, of course, it's a really small space. Mm -hmm. So everyone's kind of like a little bit squished. So when my number one rule on the bus is we respect each other's words, feelings and space. So like sometimes they'll be like, respect my space, respect my space. I was like, well, I think your flower is too close to their flower. Maybe we need to have some like space, you know. I love it. This is the coolest, most innovative and effective thing that I've seen in education in so long. I'm so so much. I'm so happy that you were able to do that for kids and for yourself because Mm -hmm. there's two things that I think all the time. One, isolation and working on your own without a group to collaborate with can be so hard. But there's another silver lining too, where sometimes it can be a little bit easier because you have Mm -hmm. full control over your classroom to go and what's taught, yes. how it's taught, who you teach and and how you differentiate instruction for them. You have full autonomy over all that. Do you find yes. it harder to work in isolation or do you, do you find it a little bit easier? 
Um, as far as teaching the children, way easier. Yep. I was just, I don't think many people are a fan of going to staff meetings. I just never was. I was the one who would always roll in with the chips and a Slurpee. I was the one rolling in with the chips and a beer. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Even better. (laughs) So I was just that person. I was like, I'm just here so I don't get fined, you know? And I, I, I I do not miss that. But, you know, like there are moments in the classroom where you think, am I, am I insane? Am I asking too much for you guys to be quiet? And then usually I would look to an assistant or just make eye contact with someone in, outside or in a different classroom. I was like, is it off for you too? Or is it just, <laughs> is it, is it just this class? Like, what's the deal? Like, I just miss those like micro moments Yeah, that just like confirm that, okay, no, that's that's just it's just one of those days, you I know. Feel you. Jerry, we got to wrap, but okay. One question before we go. Yes. Are you taking on any new clients, and where can people find you? I am definitely always taking new clients, and also, if you guys want to write us, I'm starting a pen pal program with all of my students, so we can start writing each other. Um, you can message me on Instagram. It's the classroom to go. You can also find me on my website is www.missjerry, M-I-S-S-J as in John, E-R as in Robert, I.com, missjerry.com. And if you guys are in the Los Angeles area, let me tell you what, take her up on this because if I lived over there, you damn well believe that the classroom <laughs> to go will be rolling up to my house for my kids yes, that for some reinforcement. I am. I am so proud of you. That is amazing. Thank you. And I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you so much for coming on the Social Studies Podcast today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I am so appreciative of my Patreon followers. Patreon followers, it is you who is keeping the podcast going. And I thank each and every one of you. Thank you to our newest Patreon fans. Rachel, just Rachel. Kayla Garcia. Carol Keeser. Leanne Lemoth. Or is it Lamothy? Or is it neither? I don't know. Anyway, love you, Leanne. Aaron Halsey. Dan Tizani. Allie Brantley. Carol Sawyer. Lydia, just Lydia. Elaine Wagstaff, Katie Delaney. Ooh, I like that. That rhymes. Katie Delaney. Donna, just Donna. Megan McGovern. Hija, or is it Jicha? You told me it has Mexican roots, so I, it might be Hija. If I'm if I'm doing my J's right, either way, you are now a Patreon fan. You have a direct line to me in the Patreon Messenger. So come read me to filth if I absolutely butchered that. I'm so sorry. Sophia Seely, Sam Saraski. Abby Cyphers. Abby, I see you with that shush fan from the show in your profile picture. Love to see it. Crystal Cover, Valari Turagon, and Hannah McArdle. Thank you guys so much. Again, you can become a Patreon fan at patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Support the podcast. It's how we keep it going. I love you guys so much. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Social Studies Podcast. Make some time for yourself this week and make some time to laugh. Why? Because you deserve it. That's what's up. I love you guys so much and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.